0: In the year 1918, at the 11th hour, on the 11th day of the 11th month, the Great War came to an end. And only a year later, in 1919, 100 years ago, countries on both sides of the Atlantic observed the first Armistice Day, with a moment of silence at the 11th hour of the 11th day, in the 11th month. King George V of England initiated the commemoration at Buckingham Palace. England also buried the body of an unknown warrior at the west end of Westminster Abbey. And the French interred an unknown French soldier under the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. But it was not until 1921 that Armistice Day arrived in America with the dedication of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier in Arlington National Cemetery across the river from Washington, DC. Although Congress decreed that Armistice Day be observed annually in 1926, only 12 years later, in 1938, did it become a national holiday. For context, on the night of November the 9th, 1938, the Kristallnacht program occurred in cities throughout Germany, Austria, and parts of Czechoslovakia resulting in 30,000 Jews being sent to concentration camps. Storm clouds were gathering that would result with the war to end all wars being supplanted by a second world war. And after that war, President Eisenhower, who distinguished himself in that conflict, changed the name of Armistice Day to Veterans Day, in part, I suspect, because the armistice had not held but, more importantly, to honor all veterans who served this country. Eisenhower's proclamation states, on that day, let us solemnly remember the sacrifices of all those who fought so badly, on the seas, in the air, and on foreign shores, to preserve our heritage of freedom. And let us re-consecrate ourselves to the task of promoting an enduring peace so that their efforts shall not have been in vain other countries also renamed Armistice Day. Most relevant to us Episcopalians who were once part of the Church of England, the British Commonwealth came to call it Remembrance Day, to all, honor all soldiers who died in the line of duty. Now the observance of Veterans Day is a, I'm sorry, of Remembrance Day is a little confusing because there are two days in the British calendar that are called Remembrance Day. The second Sunday in November, which is today, is called Remembrance Sunday. And November the 11th, which happens to be tomorrow, is called Remembrance Day. But regardless of when Britain's observed it and what it is called, one thing remains constant. People wear red poppies to honor those who have died. At Westminster Abbey, as I said, at the Tomb of the Unknown Warrior, which is embedded in the floor, there is always a surround of poppies around the tomb. Why poppies? In the spring of 1915, a Canadian serviceman saw these red flowers blooming in what had been a battlefield where blood had been spilled. And he wrote arguably the best-known war poem. It is called In Flanders Fields, and it begins, In Flanders Fields the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place. Being an Anglophile, I found the custom of wearing poppies charming, and so I provided poppies at the transept and octagon doors, and the ushers will have to pass them out as relief. If we return to America, the observance of Armistice and then Veterans Day also intersects with the American observance of Memorial Day. Memorial Day also underwent a name change. It began after the Civil War as Decoration Day, to remember those men who had died in the Civil War. And it was settled on that it would be held in late May, when the flowers were blooming in the North. In the early 20th century, Decoration Day was renamed Memorial Day to honor all who had died in military service. And people have tried to make sense of this double commemoration. A current high school curriculum published by the Veterans Administration puts it this way. Memorial Day is a day for remembering, honorary, honoring military personnel who died in the service of their country. While Veterans Day is largely intended to thank living veterans for their service, we say that in uh, in that's a good definition. But in practice, we're a little we waffle a little bit. But if you are a veteran who has served our country, we recognize you today. So thank you for your service. And all of you may be asking the question, well, what in the world does uh, Veterans Day have to do with the scriptures? I'm supposed to be preaching the gospel, not giving a civics lesson. In the story of the Sadducees confronting Jesus with a logical conundrum and an attempt to box him in, at the very end, Jesus says this, God is God, not of the dead, but of the living. For to him, all of them are alive." And this points to two things. First, the importance of memory as a way to keep the dead alive. We find it in every religious tradition, not just in the Judaism that Jesus lived. And we sang about it today in the sequence hymn that talks about death being the narrow stream that separates us from those who have gone before us. So we remember the veterans who have gone before us today by wearing the red poppies. But more importantly, we honor living veterans by caring for them. The Department of Housing and Urban Development estimates that in 2018, approximately 9% of veterans were homeless. If we look at homelessness for all Americans across the spectrum, that rate is said to be 0.17%. So 9% of veterans, 0.17% of all Americans. So you can see that veterans experience homelessness at a far greater rate than other people in the country. On any given night, according to HUD, to Housing and Urban Development, approximately 37,000 veterans experience homelessness. So on any night, 37,000 people will be, not have a place to lay their heads. And anecdotal evidence tells us that if you're homeless, you're likely to be hungry too. At the Diocesan gathering of the Episcopal Church women here yesterday, we heard stories of how St. Paul's Food Pantry, sees a large number of veterans, some of whom are homeless and some of whom are the working poor. Now, I don't know what you think about when you think about veterans, but my image is always somebody who is age 50 plus, rather than somebody who is younger. But the VA tells us that the fastest growing number of veterans who are experiencing poverty, which can lead to homelessness, those veterans are ages 18 to 34. Those who served in the post-9/11 world of deployments to combat the world were war on terror, and some of these women and men are returning home now. The VA projects that 1.5 million people will become veterans in the next three to five years. I was reading the River City News yesterday and saw a story about the Barracks Project of Northern Kentucky, whose mission it is to support veterans returning to civil, civilian life and to provide them with assistance with housing, basic needs, and job opportunities. While the Barracks Project does not help veterans who are already experiencing homelessness, it does seek to reduce the future incidence of homelessness and hunger. According to one study, the first three months after somebody is discharged from the military, they are at the highest risk to be hungry. Now I know I've given you a lot of information, both a history lesson and current statistics on homelessness for veterans in a short amount of time. So the bottom line is, by supporting traditional efforts to end or reduce hunger and homelessness, you disproportionately serve veterans. But we also need to find ways to help veterans, many newly discharged, to help veterans find stability and reconnect to civilian life. And this may mean direct ministry with them through initiatives like the Barracks Project that I just described, which needs people to do simple things like become a pen pal via postal mail or electronic mail with a veteran, or to help to conduct mock job interviews. It is a ministry of encouragement and connection that requires no special skills. So today we honor, we pray for, and honor those who have died in service to our country. But with greater urgency, we seek to honor the living veterans who need the prayers of our willing hands and hearts as we seek and serve Christ in them.